Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, I was going to start this one with just the sound of my Nespresso machine, which I do like because it's got the little foamer attachment thing and then the pods are pretty, but I figured it'd be nice to take you somewhere. So welcome to Demitas Coffee in Santa Monica. My stop when I'm in that area. Great place. Good coffee. Nice looking plants. I've been doing this for over 10 years now. Meets the owner, Babak Roshan. Used to be a lawyer and I was really bored of being a lawyer and was drinking a lot of coffee at my old firm. And one thing led to another, and especially coffee in particular is a rabbit hole you fall into and never find your way out of. And here we are 11 years later. And if you haven't guessed by now, that is today's rabbit hole. Coffee. What makes some spots different from, you know, your huge chains on every corner? What can a really good cup taste like? How does it grow? You know, it comes from a plant. I've got questions. It's Mike with you again for Coffee Talk because it fuels so much of so many of our days. Like, I've heard from multiple people that before they go to bed, they're already kind of looking forward to that next cup in the morning, which is either great or a sickness, depending on your point of view. But how does it get into the cup? There are whole classes devoted to this, uh, lifetimes spent on it, but uh, we're going to go just a little bit quicker than that. So coffee, most people think coffee is like a grain, but the reality is coffee is a fruit. It's the seed of a fruit. Jay Rusky, the co-founder and CEO of Fringe Coffee, F-R-I-N-J, in Santa Barbara. You walk out to the field, you'll see these bushes that are about, a mature one's about six feet tall. If you're there in the summer, you'll get red fruits. They look like cranberries at first glance. Backing up just a second to before, did you catch the Santa Barbara part? That's huge, actually, because even if we don't know much about coffee, we kind of figure it comes from far away, which most of it does. But he's helping farmers start to grow it here in California. So more on that a little bit later. But back to the trees and the berries. And Jay says you want them nice and bright and red. And that's really important because one of the big differences in high-quality coffee is we're harvesting these red fruits. A lot of the Kamai coffees are harvested before they're red because there's no price difference. Quality assessment doesn't affect price. But in the specialty market, that's the first sign of good quality is harvesting a red ripe cherry. And we call them coffee cherries because they are a cherry. They just don't have much meat. And here's how it goes from cherry to cup. And I'm simplifying because, you know, 10 minute podcast. But skin comes off. They go into vats to be fermented. The meat comes off the cherry. Then the seeds, those go to the drying racks. 10 to 14 days, slow and easy. We're turning the coffee. Uh, then it goes into a resting stage called reposo. Then they need to get a shell part off of the seed. We have to shuck that. So we run it through these dry mills. So now we can use what we know as the coffee bean. And then again, we all know the process of roasting or hear about it. That's going in, caramelizing sugars, 
We like to do a light to medium roast. And now we're at a place that kind of sounds familiar. Lights, medium, dark roasts. So there's your process. That's how it gets from the field into something that's going to end up in your cup pretty soon. So let's go back to Demitas. Because now that we know where it comes from, we can talk about how we use it. Some people just really like the ritual. Waking up, making coffee, the smell, the taste. Other people, you know, hey, let's go grab a cup of coffee. Some people, they just, they need it. So I have a 17-month-old at home, so and he's up at like 4.45 a.m. every day, so it's it's survival at this point. Um, I don't even taste the coffee. It's just, if they could just mainline it into me in the mornings, me and, me and my <laughs> wife. Um, but before I had a kid, part of the fun part of my job, maybe the only, hey, little monster. That's not the child. That's the uh, French bulldog, the Frenchie, and the stroller. That's how he texted me. Dog in a stroller out front. Can't miss us. He was saying, though, the fun part of his job. Being able to find the different coffee beans that we source from and, and go down to origin, and, and so you really start to develop your palate. And that's our next jumping off point, some of the complexities here. You know, surprisingly, in 2021, there are still many, many unanswered questions. Welcome to the lab. Let's do some science. Bill Ristenparts, chemical engineering professor at the UC Davis Coffee Center, where they study all things coffee. Uh, you know, there's lots of things that arguably should have been studied a long time ago, given how important coffee is, uh, but just haven't. There is the big one, though, that we know about, caffeine. And it's actually interesting, right, if you think about it, because I've heard it described as the ultimate fake-out, because it kind of seems like free energy, right? You're tired, so you drink some coffee. It wakes you up. But coffee isn't anything. It's not a protein bar. It's not calories. So where's that coming from? Because it can't be free. Um, so it's not acting via calories, it's acting uh, via your nervous system. Caffeine's the, the most famous molecule and that uh, blocks certain receptors that trigger drowsiness in your, in your brain. So it is kind of faking you out. It's not an energy boost, it's just a drowsiness stopper, which I'm not sure is a scientific phrase, but again, I'm not the scientist. Um, but coffee is more than just caffeine. Um, and so there, there's about a thousand different molecules, a thousand different molecules that have been detected in coffee and many of them are antioxidants you might have heard about those are things that help prevent against cancer and, and things like that and so there's this uh, statistic floating around there that about half of americans actually receive the majority of their antioxidants in their diet from coffee you know so if you're not eating a very plant rich diet coffee uh is i would argue very healthy for you <laughs> i believe that and i drink a lot of it always a good sign when the guy who studies it actually uses it partakes makes you feel better about what you're doing now speaking of drinking it taste what can i taste what should i be able to taste yeah i think you should recommend to your listeners that they just google the, the coffee tasters flavor wheel about 104 different different sensory attributes that can be detected in black coffee uh, things that you might expect like nutty and chocolatey but it also has lots of things like fruits blackberries strawberries and all these other different flavor attributes that especially coffee aficionados are always striving to maximize those uh, unique flavors in their cups of coffee. Which is some of what they're doing at the lab. Now, unless you have a good palate, this is a disclaimer, like a really good one, you're probably not going to be able to taste all those things on the wheel. But if we get Bob back to chime back in here for a minute, you can get a lot closer than where you are right now. I, I think most people don't realize, people who are drinking Folgers and Maxwell House and these sorts of, of brands, I don't think they realize that coffee can taste really good and sweet without milk and sugar. And so one, something that always 
flatters the staff, flatters us, and we know we've done our job well is when people take a sip of the coffee here and they're like, oh, I don't need to add anything. This is really nice. And so I think that's, that's where specialty coffee really shines, right? Because he says what goes into the pods sometimes, not the greatest stuff. And then some of the big guys, you've seen their cups walking around. They just kind of roast everything to death. It's not hard, right? Like you can just buy better coffee and grind it yourself and, and you're in that you're 95% of the way there, right? 95% of the way to better coffee. So then here's the big one, right? What is a good cup of coffee? <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's like my, my wife and I, we both enjoy California wines. My wife likes a light white wine and I like a fruity red wine, right? Coffee is a lot like that. Uh, especially when you get in the light roast where you can actually, like, I can taste the flavors of the different varieties. We grow over a dozen varieties. In other words, a good cup of coffee is kind of like exercise, right? A good workout routine is one you're going to do. A good cup of coffee is one that you're going to like. And kudos to coffee for being able to do all the things we want it to do. Keep us awake or give us a nice morning or an afternoon. You know, I think the caffeine side of it is what really drives us. And I think you know, a good coffee can be really a simple luxury for a complex world. You know, we sit down and enjoy the caffeine. The caffeine gives us that boost. And then it kind of gives you a little like euphoria and helps you um, remember it in a positive light. And I think that's good for us. So thank you to coffee and thank you to Bobak and Bill and Jay. And if you want to learn more about Fringe, it's FringeCoffee.com. F-R-I-N-J. They're up to more than 60 farmers now, Santa Barbara, Ventura, San Diego counties. Your homework, try and see if you can taste some differences because, you know, we do craft wine and beer here in California. Now it's craft coffee because they have shown that you can grow it here. Also, questions. If you have them, I want to hear them. I'll give people a call so you can hear them answered. I've got questions at odyssey.com. A-U-D-A-C-Y. This comes out of KNX News in Los Angeles. It's 97.1 on your FM dial, knxnews.com. Rate, review, pretty please, and enjoy tomorrow's cup of coffee. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.